0: The Milwaukee police officer killed in a shootout with a robbery suspect Tuesday morning had ties to the Fond du Lac area. 37-year-old Peter Jerving was attending Marion University. In a statement, Marion University President Michelle Majewski said the life of an officer expresses everything we are or would like to be in the service of others. She adds that Jerving was an energetic and compassionate individual who laid down his life for others. Jerving was working towards a Bachelor of Science degree in criminal justice. He had been with the Milwaukee Police Department for four years. Jervine was mortally wounded during an exchange of gunfire. He was taken to a hospital where he died. The suspect died at the scene, though it is not clear whether that was from being shot by the officer or whether it was a self-inflicted wound. The governor has ordered flags to be flown at half-staff on Monday in honor of Jerving. Tony Evers says Jervin was a devoted officer who proudly served his city, adding that he was a dedicated and a distinguished public servant who demonstrated exemplary courage. Jerving received a Milwaukee Police Department Merit Award in 2022 for his life saving efforts in providing care to a gunshot victim in hazardous conditions. Law officer Jerving is being remembered in the city he served and across the state of Wisconsin. Ted Allen has more. Jerving's funeral will be held on Monday. Until then, a Milwaukee Police Department honor guard will watch over his casket at a Brookfield funeral home until the time of the funeral. Monday's services will have a police procession carrying Jervin's casket to Brookfield's Elmbrook Church, and another procession carrying the casket from the church to the cemetery. Thousands of people, including police departments from across the state and country, are expected to attend. The 37-year-old officer died after a shootout with a 19-year-old robbery suspect who also died. Ted Allen, Wisconsin Radio Network. A beaver Dam man accused of possessing illicit images of minors is heading to trial after a probable cause was found. Anthony Patrol reportedly uploaded multiple illicit files to a social media platform. When investigators reviewed his phone, they allegedly found several illegal videos and images. If convicted, the 24-year-old faces up to 225 years in prison. An arraignment hearing is set for March 21st. Republicans in the Wisconsin legislature propose a bill requiring state residents convicted of a felony to pay restitution costs before they can vote. Current Wisconsin statutes have a person convicted of a felony denied the right to vote unless it's restored through a pardon or through the completion of a prison sentence, parole, extended supervision, or probation. Republicans in the legislature say the measure will put victims' rights before the rights of criminals. Democrats call it another form of disenfranchisement, pointing out its effect on low-income individuals and people of color. There's been no hearing yet on the bill, and one of its sponsors, Two Rivers Republican Representative Shea Sortwell, says if Governor Tony Evers vetoes the bill, he will consider moving it into law through a constitutional amendment. O'Dane County deputies say a Bristol woman got scammed out of $3,500 by someone posing as a Sun Prairie police officer. Sheriff's spokesperson, Elise Schaefer, says deputies helped to prevent Another $3,500 for making it to the scammer. We probably get reports uh, here at the Sheriff's Office weekly of people getting phone calls like this. Um, thankfully, um, a lot of them have not actually given. Money to the caller. Schaefer says your local police department or any police department is not going to call you over the phone and demand money right away. The Dodge County Sheriff's Office recently reported a similar scam making the rounds in the area. The agency has taken numerous complaints from citizens stating that they had received a phone call from a subject that was identifying himself as one of their deputies. The scammer then told the complainants that they need to go to the sheriff's office to sign a bond. The caller stated that if they did not do this, there would be serious. Ramifications. The Sheriff's Office says the number that came up for many of these calls was 920-541-7477. Authorities say if you get one of these calls, simply hang up. A church in Lebanon will host a food pantry distribution event this coming week. The monthly Ruby's Pantry Food Distribution will be at St. Peter's Lutheran Church on W4661 County Road MM on Tuesday. The cost is $25 per share, and those going can purchase more than one. Organizers say each share may not be identical, but will contain at least $100 to $150 worth of groceries. Residents are asked to have exact change ready. Each share contains some meat and protein, potatoes, dairy, bread, and baked goods, vegetables, as well as a variety of other fruit products. Paper products will also be handed out. The event gets underway at 3.30 p.m. and continues to 6 or until all 324 shares are gone. Guests are asked to stay in their vehicle until they are directed to pick up their share. The Beaverdam Veterans of Foreign Wars Post 1163 has announced its Voice of Democracy contest winners. Ellen Poles and Marisa Solis, both students of Beaverdam High School, finished in first place. The Voice of Democracy is a worldwide audio essay competition that requires entrants to write and record a three- to five-minute essay on a patriotic-based theme. The Beaverdam VFW says they thank all participating high school students, staff, administration, and contest judges for their involvement. The National Association of Broadcasters started the Voice of Democracy Scholarship program in 1947. The VFW became a national sponsor in the late 1950s and assumed sole responsibility for the program in 1961. The competition was created to provide students grades 9-12 through the opportunity to express themselves in regard to democratic ideas and principles. Around 40,000 students participate in the competition each year, and VFW awards more than $2.1 million dollars in scholarships every year. The Wisconsin Department of Transportation is seeking public input on improvements along Highway 16 from Watertown to Economowalk. The project will replace the payment along the highway from East Main Street in Watertown to Rock River Road in Economowalk. Additional improvements include installation of a roundabout at 16 Andes Main Street and a bridge deck surface repairs along the project corridor. Transportation officials say during construction, Highway 16 will be closed and detoured utilizing Highway 26, Interstate 95 and Highway 67. Work is currently scheduled for 2025. The implementation of the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline in Wisconsin is moving into its next phase. Department of Health Services Crisis Service Coordinator Caroline Crehan Newman says the message is simple. If you are in a mental health or a substance use crisis, you can call or text 988 or chat 988lifeline.org. A year-long multimedia campaign aims to make sure all state residents know this free and confidential service is here. Nobody is excluded from experiencing a mental health or substance use crisis, so that's why the campaign is statewide and we're trying to target as many people as we can. Well, anyone anywhere in the state can call, text, or chat 24-7 to reach a trained counselor. The Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources will be returning to in-person registration of sturgeon taken during the spearing season. Conservation warden Bill Hankey says with COVID on the decline, the DNR will be requiring successful spearers to register their sturgeon at one of the registration stations around Lake Winnebago or on the upriver lakes by 2 p.m. the day they take their fish. Hankey says the number of sturgeon registered help them keep track of how close they are to the harvest cap, which affects the length of the season. The season starts. At today it could run a maximum of 16 days. I'm Kevin Haugen reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Submit your news tips at dailydodge.com.